Hello and welcome to issue one of Sploosh, our monthly audio comic book. Cannot emphasize to you strongly enough that you should listen to the prequel issue number zero before you listen to this. It's the only way you'll know who all the characters are at the beginning of the episode. So if you have not listened to this, please listen to issue zero first. It's only 10 minutes long-ish. You can do it real quick and then come back to listen to this one. It'll make much more sense. Girls and boys, your attention please. Presenting the first issue of Revolutionary Exchange Productions' original audio comic book, Sploosh. I am your host, the intrepid adventurer known only as VoiceOver Man. After being bitten by a radioactive radio announcer, I was given the earth-shattering power to be able to talk like this. Sploosh is a superhero group. Not just any superhero group, but THE superhero group. Sploosh is the Society for the Prevention of Loser Overlords Who Want to Overthrow Society or Humanity and Weekly Book Circle. We join the latest Sploosh mission already in progress. Operation Big Ass Frog. Location Slate Industries Massive Mountain Mine. Operatives Everyone. The entire Sploosh team stands on the ridge of a mountain looking down into a pit that has been blasted into the mountaintop for mining. At the bottom of the pit is the largest hellfrog ever recorded, the Vlerg, which is on a bit of a rampage. Police and EMS are doing their best to get people away from the Vlerg, while News 4's Eye in the Sky chopper flies overhead. Subject, the Vlerg. Point of origin, purgatory. Species, hellfrog. That is one big-ass frog. What the hell are we supposed to do here? Puppy pulls on her goggles and taps a button on the side, activating a holographic computer screen in midair. I'm on it. The Vlerg opens its massive mouth wide. It burps. and streams of tens of thousands of smaller hellfrogs fly out in every direction. They immediately start hopping towards any people in the area. As the frogs flop onto the ground, they start swarming into various streams, crawling all over each other in an almost living river of satanic amphibians, each stream chasing down another hapless person. The first frog stream comes upon two firefighters. It completely overwhelms them and they disappear like Obi-Wan Kenobi being struck down by Darth Vader in 1977. Similar frog streams are overwhelming people in nearly every direction. Oh my god, those people were overcome by frogs! Are people dead? Nah, just in the mom's stomach prison. Stomach prison? Don't knock it. According to what I'm reading, it's like a country club in there. Inside the Vlerg's stomach is a very posh country club style lounge. There are hardwood floors, wood paneled walls, and a full bar with fancy liquors. Like Patron. And Zima. There are ferns and posh couches and chairs. All the people who have been overcome by the frogs are lounging about in the lounge, along with several other people including Batman, Boba Fett, and other characters you might recognize if we had the licensing budget. All are drinking cocktails. Cheers. 
Or ordering drinks from the bartender or waitstaff. The bartender and waitstaff are all human beings with frog heads. I'm not sure if real frog heads are masks or holograms. Does stomach prisons have holograms? They're scantily clad, those human frog head things, wearing only gold bikinis for the women or tight gold, you know, kind of briefs for the men. Batman picks up a handful of peanuts and turns to Boba Fett. Have you tried the peanuts? Mmm. Meanwhile, outside the Vlurg's stomach lounge, Puppy is looking at her holographic display that reveals a Wikipedia-style website called Tobin's Spirit Guide. Okay, according to the online Tobin's Guide, this thing is the Vlurg. It's a hellfrog. A hellfrog? Okay. How do we defeat it? We're going to have to get close. Really close. Slaughterhouse, this one needs your skill set. Obviously, my sword is ready. Puppy reaches into her pouch and rummages around for a bit, sticking out the tip of her tongue in concentration. She grasps the thing she's looking for with a smile. Puppy stretches the top of her pouch until it is wide enough to pull out a steampunk hoverboard. Huh. Where you're going, you won't need swords. Slaughterhouse zooms towards the Vlurg on the steampunk hoverboard. She touches a button on the communicator on her ear. Okay, what do these things look like? Puppy holds a steampunk microphone, it looks like. Next to her stands Bob. Hands on his hips, chest out with a grim but determined look on his face. Apparently, you are looking for glowing Lucky Charms. Brute like Lucky Charms. With chocolate milk. Lucky Charms, the cereal. Kind of. They're small trinkets. Blue clovers and green stars and all that? Right. Slaughterhouse flies in closer and closer to the Vlurg and veers sharply to the right to escape it as it slowly tries to bite her. Frogs don't bite fast, I guess. The frog stream coming from her mouth misses Slaughterhouse by a wide berth. Apparently this thing can't move much. I think I speak for everyone when I say that is for the best. So, best I can tell, the Vlurg isn't a free being. It usually sits in a flaming cell in purgatory. So we burn it? No, it's immune to fire. But the Lucky Charms. The Lucky Charms are part of the Beastie's prison. Purgatory is a pretty rough place. The cells are held together by magic circles. Circles made up of... Lucky Charms? Lucky Charms. An earthquake or battle or whatever purgatorians do for entertainment must have knocked one of the trinkets loose from the circle. And we just have to put it back in place. Exactly. Wouldn't the missing trinket still be in purgatory? How am I supposed to find it? Tobin says that the trinkets are linked. It'll be around there somewhere. We can't get too far away because of magic. Slaughterhouse flies around the vlurg in a circle. Okay, I'll search the perimeter. Excellent. This should be a piece of cake. Unless she gets eaten by the little frogs. Brute hungry! For frog cake! Shush. Don't distract the big superhero while she is busy saving the small rural mountain village. Thanks. Okay, I think we need to start helping people stay out of that frog's stomach. Captain Echo, Ribbon, Brute, and Miss Starry, get down there and help those people. Puppy and Slaughterhouse, send this thing back to hell. Snipers, start taking out those frogs. Bob, you know what to do. Do I ever? Uh, are you going to actually let him start? Slaughtering these mindless animals? They aren't real frogs, they're hell frogs. 
I hate hell frogs. I'll see if I can stop the frogs from getting out of the Vlurg's mouth. Green Star flies toward the Vlurg. Puppy continues to study all available data about the Vlurg. You would think I would like anime, but I don't. Seem too on the nose. I prefer more thoughtful and realistic portrayals of child superheroes. Take Louise Simonson and June Brigman's power pack. The scene is total chaos. People are running everywhere, from the firefighters and EMS trying to help people, to villagers running and battling hell frogs. Oh, no dumb frogs! Brute hate frogs! Brute is overwhelmed by frogs and disappears. Moments later, Ribbon is also overwhelmed by frogs and she too disappears. <sighs> right proper wankers, every one of you. Puppy continues to view the action and research the situation on her goggles, occasionally tapping the side of the goggles to help navigate websites. You know they were really the first preteen comic book heroes to operate without adult supervision. Sure, they had parents and various helpers of alien origin, but they were in charge of their own adventures and their own destiny. A small tornado comes up from behind Puppy, outside of her range of vision. As it arrives immediately behind her, it stops spinning to reveal a man, Twisted Mister, who wears a sleek black spandex costume with red shoulders and boots. Puppy speaks to Twisted Mister without even looking at him. Hey, it's Twisted Mister, everyone's favorite tornado-based superhero. Hey, hey, how are you, puppy? Seriously, Simonson's work was great, and the series not only dealt with the kids handling normal day-to-day -day things like school bullies, but it examined any number of current social issues that might affect children, like drug abuse, kidnapping, orphanhood, and homelessness. You should really check it out. Check out... what now? Unseen by anyone else, Puppy hands Twisted Mystery a small scrap of paper. Uh, I'll do that. You really should, but only the first 50 issues or so. Then they tried to get all gritty and dark. You know how the 90s were. Sure, I do. Hey, Puppy, where might I find the Mastermind? Isn't he here? Green Star returns from the battle, and behind her, a going green, transparent muzzle can be seen covering the Vlurg's mouth. No more Hellfrogs emerge. The Mastermind does not often take part in field operations. He isn't trained for them, and his strengths lie in other realms. Totally beyond combat. Thanks, I'll catch up with him elsewhere. I love what you all are doing. Please, keep up the good work. Twisted Mister starts spinning and becomes a tornado again. Flies off. I think I found it. Tell me what you found. Describe it. Well, it looks like... Is Miss Starry online? She is now. Puppy pushes a button on her mic. Miss Starry stands with her hand held up to her headpiece. All around her, hellfrogs are flying to and fro. In the background, Captain Echo can be seen punching the hell out of some hellfrogs. Which would, I guess, just leave frogs. Captain Echo's shirt has been torn off, and you can see his bare chest now. Random people, firefighters, EMS, and townspeople are running to and fro. Especially fro. In the background, Bob can be seen running around randomly, yelling and carrying a red streamer, it looks like, on the end of a stick. Eddie, meanwhile, munches on hellfrogs. What is it? I'm totally up to my bra straps and hellfrogs here. Slaughterhouse looks down at her hand, which is holding a small object. The object is a golden circle that appears to have two horns protruding from the top. It's a little larger than a wedding ring, and it glows faintly green. 
I wonder if that's a reference. I'm trying to describe this thing. It's ringing a bell. It looks like something, but I can't remember. But I'm associating it with you in my head. A frog lands on Miss Starry's shoulder. She punches it off. Me? Mm, that doesn't make a lot of sense. You and I don't exactly have a lot in common. Could we hurry the reminiscing up, trying to save the world here? Mm. Don't rush her, she'll get there. There seems to be some lessening of the wave of frogs. Captain Echo, now completely shirtless, flies over and lands next to Miss Starry. She casually looks him up and down and smiles subtly. Slaughterhouse is still standing on the hoverboard, several feet above the Vlerg's midsection. I got it, Miss Starry. You remember that game we used to play all the time? The one with the little tiles? Oh, uh, yeah, alchemy. The one with all the runes. That's the one. This thing looks like one of those little circles with the horns. God, I hated that game. Puppy taps the side of her goggles a few times, then smiles. Okay, I got it. Cross-reference the symbols from alchemy with the entry on Tobin's guide. It's a match. Okay, now what? Should be pretty easy. Find the nearest one of the charms and touch them together. Whatever type of magic rules purgatory should do the rest. Slaughterhouse flies the hoverboard towards the back of the vlerg. No problem. Now that stars close the mouth, this job is easy like Sunday morning. She flies low, reaches down, and touches the charm she found to a diamond that is glowing blue and laying on the ground. The two charms briefly glow brighter until nothing else can be seen except the light. And with that, the vlerg is no longer our problem. What about the stomach people? They didn't go through the portal. It's not that kind of portal. If the vlerg is gone, you should see them below you. Let's get them out and make sure everyone's okay. Everyone, into the mine to end this operation. She flies down into the mouth of the mine. Captain Echo can also be seen flying into the mine, carrying Miss Starry. The little hell frogs are still around. What do we do about them? Okay, the vlerg is gone, and once everyone's free, let's clear out these hell frogs so they can't do any more damage. And by clear out, you mean... They're hell frogs. Do what you must. Perfect. Frog slaughter. Ribbon, Brute, whose shirt is now torn, revealing his chest, and others from the Vlerg's stomach are picking themselves and each other up off the ground and shaking off the effects of being inside Captain the Vlerg. Can you at least pretend to care about the loss of life? Mm, maybe later. Right now I've got hell frogs to kill. <sighs> you and my brother would get along. Ribbon sends forth an orange ribbon, which grows and turns into a glowing net that gathers up thousands of hell frogs. Slaughterhouse flies away on the hoverboard, and Puppy and Eddie arrive and move close to Green Star, which is less exciting than what the others did. Mmm! Good work, everyone. Let's get home and get cleaned up. But just then, the mastermind buzzed in over the communicator. Let's kick the ties and light the fires. The mastermind has another operation for you, sad sacks. Already? It's gonna be one of those days. Man! I was going to call my brother, too. That operation was a bit hairy there for a while, but as always, our sploosh team has emerged triumphant. Join us next month for the adventures of the most important superhero team ever. Be there, or be splooshed. No? I was trying it out. It's bad, isn't it? The Mastermind, as played by Kamikaze. How are we doing this? Jillian Cardillo as Ribbon. Samara Mizrahi as Puppy. Okay, I'm Batman. Boba Fett, played by Tomikaze. Brittany Gates, Green Star. Kristen Sunshine, Slaughterhouse. <laughs>
Kaede Kendall as Captain Echo. Jordan Blanston as Snipers. Diana Liao as Miss Starry. Michael Nasser as Brute. Sean Logaz. Hi, I'm Bob. Charles Lasky as Twisted Mister. Professor X as Voiceover Man. Written and directed by Kenneth Quinnell.